Ian Play with Pragmatic, made possible by Horton in Britain, a worldwide supplier of engine cooling systems and proud member of the community for more than four decades. HortonWW.com. Welcome to another edition of In Play. I'm Craig Maddock. Today's guest set a national record for career wins in high school. A four-time champion over five years. He wrestled only one year at South Dakota State University, but today he is a head wrestling coach, a position that he says he's always wanted to do. He's the former Garretson Blue Dragon and now the head wrestling coach for the Parkston Trojans, Dan Bonte. Dan, welcome to In Play. Hey, thanks a lot, Craig. Thanks, uh, thanks for, for thinking of me, and uh, I really appreciate uh, all that you guys are bringing to the sport. Uh, it's good to have that opportunity now um, uh, for folks to tune in, so I appreciate all you do with that. 23 years ago, uh, you won your first of four high school wrestling titles at Garrison. You were an eighth grader uh, at the time, and here you are today, a high school wrestling coach at Parkston. When did the spark of wrestling come to you, Dan? You know, I think it, it started at an early age. I uh, um, grew up part of my younger childhood uh, in Minnesota, um, and then uh, I kind of, I just kind of got started there and um, just fell in love with it. Um, and I don't know even know what it was specifically, um, other than. Um, you know, being able to, to, to be by yourself on a mat and, and, and uh, compete against somebody else. But, um, yeah, I just fell in love with it early. And then we uh, moved back to my parents' hometown of Garrison. Uh, I believe I was a second grader, and it just kind of continued on from there. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have a lot of, a lot of buddies that, that, that shared my same passion for wrestling. And, uh-huh. and I think that uh, that, that helped uh, propel that forward and, and, keep the, the, the interest in it at a high level kind of at all times. So what did you know about the wrestling program in Garrison when you were like just getting out of elementary school, because you were already on the varsity as an eighth grader. Um, I knew that, uh, you know, in the, in the early nineties and, and even in the past, I had uncles that, uh, that kind of excelled and, and, and family members that, that, you know, had good careers in wrestling, but, uh, Garrison, I think under, under the direction of, uh, Al Bauer, um, they had some really good teams and my dad kind of, uh, made sure to kind of let me know who that was. And a lot of those guys were still around there. And, um, yeah. And then, and in fact, some of them actually ended up coming in and coaching, um, that I, that I looked up to. Um, but then, you know, I think first and foremost, it's coach bowl, coach Jason bowl, who, who's still helping out there, uh, more in an assistant role now, but, um, he was just such an easy guy to, to wrestle hard for and, and, uh, work hard for. What did you learn from coach bowl? Uh, everything. I mean, I just, as far as being, uh, as, as working as hard as possible, um, having a good attitude, uh, effort was the key. Um, his big thing was, Hey, let's go get a loss. You know, let's go get you a loss. You know, you don't, mm, wow. it's not always about <laughs> wins and losses. It's about, you know, how, how you, can improve and, and a lot of times losses are, are the best way to improve and uh, he was big on that so we we um, did a lot of bumping around and did a lot of that stuff and I think that that had a lot to do with uh, my improvements I guess and then my whole team for that matter um, 
as far as uh, where, where uh, Garrettson got to and, and continue to get to. Well, sports was pretty big in the uh, Bonte household. Of course, you have Nick and Brady as your brothers. Uh, you know, Nick did win, I think, a state wrestling title, if I remember. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember Brady. Did uh, was Brady a wrestler too? He was, yeah. He 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 was he was uh, real solid. Both of those two have uh, quite a bit more talent uh, than I ever had, um, God given wise, and uh, uh, a lot more size. Uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of folks uh, can't hardly believe that that you know I'm the I'm the big brother. But uh, yeah, Brady Brady plays four years. Um, I believe he was a freshman at 160. Um, I was a freshman at 112, and um, so he was kind of the biggest. He was my youngest brother, and then yeah, Nick. Nick plays four times as well and was a yep. two-time finalist and a, and a state champ. So, um, yeah, those guys, those guys had a lot of ability and, um, and, and more than just wrestling too. And, uh, fun to grow up with those guys. Yeah. I'm just thinking right now, there were probably a couple of broken lamps at the uh, Bonte household with the, the boys always wrestling going on. <laughs> was that yeah, going there, on? <laughs> there was, um, I, I honestly, uh, stayed out of that for the most part it was more of those two but yeah there was some different uh my mom came home to some different pitcher arrangements downstairs that were made that may or may not have been covering uh holes in the wall and and things of that nature that uh they found out a lot later than than they would have liked to find out about so yeah that was definitely uh the competition was high um amongst us three and and primarily in a, in a positive way, but, um, but yeah, uh, we, we always competed against one, one another, no matter what we were doing. So you wrestled as an eighth grader at one Oh three, uh, made it to state. You make the state tournament, which is a pretty eye opening experience for a young kid from Garrison at that time. Did, did you feel overwhelmed at that very first state wrestling tournament as an eighth grader? Um, you know, uh, not too bad. I actually, um, I actually made it as a seventh grader and that was more when I was, uh, that was more eye opening. Uh, I, I did wrestle a senior twice at one Oh three as a seventh grader. Um, I was fortunate enough. I, I had a pretty good draw and, and, um, I just, I just had a good day or a good tournament that day. And I, I was fortunate enough to place there, which really helped me, um, going in as my eighth grade year already kind of having seen that and been through that process. But, you know, as a seventh grader, I, I just had this, my whole team, the whole team was awesome, but we had this group of four seniors that uh, essentially were just phenomenal leaders that, that kind of took us all under their wing. And, and uh, we, we, it was one of those deals where you just, you didn't want to let them down um, in a good way. I mean, you wanted to work as hard as possible for them uh, because you know that that's what they, that's the effort they were putting in. And, I attribute a lot of our success to those guys and that kind of propelled us. Um, and, and, and Garrett's has been good for a long time. Don't get me wrong. I'm just right. kind of talking more about my experiences in there with them. And, sure. um, but that our, our group of guys, um, that really propelled us. And, and we, we found out, um, the true way to be a leader along with coach bowl. And, um, yeah, I can't thank those guys enough. That first state championship, who did you wrestle in the finals? Um, I wrestled, uh, uh Josh Blender. Um, who I think oh. I wrestled him six, eight times that year and, and many more in my career and a uh, good wrestler, good, good human being as well. He's, he's coaching over in McCook now and see him quite a bit. And it's kind of crazy coming full circle, seeing our kids at tournaments together and, and so forth. But, uh, but yeah, he had a phenomenal year that year as well. 
2002, I'm assuming you're pretty confident during the season after coming off a state championship. You get back to the state tournament, and you get matched up with Shane Sutera of Bonham in the semifinals. Uh, Sutera won the match 6 nothing. What happened with that match? You know, he, he was a phenomenal wrestler and, 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 uh, you know, I, he, to this day, he coaches over in Bonham and he's a really good friend of mine. And, um, he, he, he took it to me flat, plain and simple. I just, I, I wasn't ready to wrestle. He was, you know, probably better than me. We argue about this as friends and so forth, but, uh, he was more ready than me. I was probably a little bit more timid. He was, uh, a real physical wrestler and, uh, um, yeah, he, he had a phenomenal career, um, over in bond home and he, yeah, he, 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 he took it to me plain and simple. Um, and, and he, and he, uh, took care of business and, um, we still joke about that today. Yeah. He eventually got the championship that year, but what was the biggest thing you learned from that match? Um, that's a great question. I think it's more, it's about, um, not wrestling to lose and, and wrestling to win. Um, and I, and I'm not saying, you know, if I'd have wrestled a different way, I'd have beat Shane that day. But um, I, I just wrestled more not to lose than I did to just go out after it to see what happened. And, hmm. you know, we preach to our kids now, I mean, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, go out there and let it rip. Whether you lose by six or one or 15, a loss is a loss. So, um, you know, from that point on, I'm just like, I'm not, I, that, I, I just, I'm not going to wrestle scared anymore. I'm going to, um, you know, let it rip and see what happens, and, and that, that gives a, uh, an individual their best chance to win a match. Well, for the next three years, Dan, you didn't lose much at all. You go on to win 130 matches in a row. 2003, your sophomore year, you're now wrestling at 119. What was the adjustment like for you going from 103 as an eighth grader to 112 as a freshman and now 119 as a sophomore? What was the big adjustment, if any? You know, yeah, when you get, when you get a little bit older, you start to get, start getting into the sophomore junior uh, years. Um, and I, I was a little bit littler. I think it makes a big, a little bit bigger difference when you get up in the middle weights and upper weights, um, if you're younger, but it, it definitely, there definitely is a difference. You're wrestling, um, you can wrestle some upperclassmen and so forth that are maybe a little bit more mature, but, um, you know, I, I've ha- I had great practice partners and, um, I actually was going to go 125 that year, um, but uh, from a team uh, standpoint, we we all kind of went down and it worked out, and that's kind of the beauty of wrestling there too. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, it, that that was a fun year. Um, we did some stuff as a team, uh, which to this day is uh, I'm I'm prouder about. Um, you know, getting to compete in state duels uh, as a team and, and get everybody there that works every day um, and makes each other better. So uh, that was a really fun year. Yeah, you racked up, I think, 47 wins that year. Sophomore year, you get to the state finals again, and this time it's Grandy from Bonhomme, who you wrestled. You win at 6-1, your second title. What was that championship match like for you? Oh, it was a tough match. I mean, Stash Stash was a great wrestler uh, in his own right, and, uh, you know, things just went my way that day, and 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 he had a great career and and a great season there, too, and um, I knew it was going to be a battle, but I, but, um, you know, just kind of looking back at that prior year, I just told myself going out there, I was going to let it rip and, and, and see what happens. And, and fortunately that year I came out on top. Wow. So you got two titles now, four years of, of wrestling, you know, from seventh grade through your sophomore year was wrestling 24 hours a day for you. 
How did how did you spend your time with wrestling? Um, in season, I, it was it was a it was a dedication. I mean, you, if you're going to do it right, in my mind, you got to live it. Um, and throughout the season, I mean, I know it's really kind of migrated to um, wrestling year round, and and I'm I'm still not necessarily. I love wrestling as much as anybody, um, but I still see a lot of value in in all the other uh, sports that you compete in. Um, so I, you know, I. During wrestling season, I was locked in. I did a lot of extra stuff. I did a lot of running with Coach Bowl and my mm-hmm. teammates. And, um, and just in fear that, hey, I, I don't want to ever uh, leave, leave any doubt. I don't want to regret um, not putting everything I have into it every year. Um, and, and, I, and I could feel all right with myself. I gave, every, gave everything I had and, and, and didn't come out on top. Uh, there wouldn't be any regrets. And that's kind of how I, how I approached it um, during the wrestling season and, and outside of it. But um, like I said, I've, I really valued baseball, golf, uh, football, um, and the friendships that you have, uh, you know, amongst those different, uh, those different sports too. So, but yeah, primarily during wrestling, I was, I was locked in and, and focused on that. How would you describe yourself as a wrestler and did it change at all those, those years you wrestled for the blue dragons? I guess I would like to think that I was a guy that just kind of let it rip and, and really, really wanted to score as many points as possible. Um, you know, I just constant fear isn't the right way to put it, but I, I just was never comfortable with any lead that I had until the match was over. And, and my thought was the more points you score, the better chance you have to, to get your hand raised at the end. So um, I was a guy that just had a high motor um, looking back at it and, and tried to score as many points in any position um, as possible and, and, and kind of see where it went from there. Well, you certainly scored a lot of points over 1400 points you scored for your team, which I still think is number three all time nationally, which, uh, really, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't know. I I don't know about, about, about that stuff, but yeah, I just scoring points is fun. I, I want wrestling to be fun, um, for, for, for fans to watch and, and, and things and scoring points, just like anything else in baseball or football or whatever, when you're scoring points, it's a lot more enjoyable to watch. And Dan, you jump a couple of weight classes for your junior year. You're up to 135, and again, you know, undefeated state finals. And this time it's a matchup with Derek Copel of Wagner. I think you faced him quite a few times uh, in your career. Yeah, I did. I, I, I know for a fact, I, I wrestled him uh, my freshman year at the state tournament. Um, and, and he was, he was just a hard out. I mean, you, with Derek, you had to wrestle um, just like with most folks, but he was kind of an exception. You had to wrestle six minutes hard uh, the whole time. I mean, he was going to come at you. He had a lot of pride in, in, in his conditioning. And he was just a really tough kid, a really good kid. And um, yeah, I, I, I knew, I knew he was going to come at me and, and, and I respect that, uh, tremendously. And, um, yeah, he, he had a good, great career, uh, over in Wagner as well. Things were working great though for you that day because you won in a decision 12 to one, you scored quite a few points against a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. I, I just, I, things kind of, kind of fell my way and, um, you know, no, not, not taking anything away from Derek. I mean, that, that match could have been different, you know, if we wrestled it 10 times, but, uh, for whatever reason that, uh, things were kind of clicking, um, you know, in all positions that day. And, and once again, you know, I knew he was going to come at me for six minutes. So uh, I just kind of had the foot on the gas pedal mentality um, <laughs> until the, the final whistle blow, blew to, to score as many points as possible. So, What kind of wrestling camps did you attend during your high school career? 
Um, so when I was younger, um, I always did the local camps in Garrison and so forth. And then, uh, by, I think my dad, my parents wanted me to wait till I was a little bit older before I really ventured out. But once again, I had some really awesome older mentors, if you will, that I, that I spoke about earlier that, that went to camps and uh, I ha- I got, I was fortunate enough to go to Iowa, um, wrestling camp, my fifth and sixth grade year. And, um, we brought a cool crew crew down there and uh that that was a real eye-opening experience for me um you know you think you're you're pretty solid at wrestling and then you go and, and see some other uh-huh. guys in other states and you're like okay i got i got and you always know you got work to do but man it really um you know opened my eyes to that and it was a really good experience for me and um for for the rest of my teammates and um and then from there on i tried to get into some team camps uh with with our with our guys and um, we did one of those every summer and messed around a little bit with the freestyle stuff, but I never really completely pulled the trigger on that. And that's one of the regrets I have. I wish I would have kind of hmm. looked into that a little bit more, but once again, as I mentioned before, I was, I was, I loved the sport of baseball and golf and um, that kind of thing. So I, I, I did some of that as well, but, um, but yeah, I always tried to get into some camps uh, every year um, and, and kind of try something different from year to year as well. So. Before your senior year at Garrettson, who were some of the other wrestlers that you looked up to that maybe you had some friendships with? Maybe not. Maybe they were across the state, didn't see them that often. But did you have other wrestlers that you really looked up to during that time? Oh, man, I, I, it would it'd be hard to, to name just a few um, because I looked up to so many of those guys. Um, I was fortunate my dad was bringing me to uh, the high school state tournament from when I was like a third grader on. And I just, I'll never forget those memories. I mean, we would leave Saturday morning and, and watch wrestling all day in Aberdeen or wherever it was or Watertown and drive all the way back. And I just, I can remember watching the, the Heesicks and the Ronics and the Denkies and um, you know, all those, those uh, guys when I was a lot younger. And then when I got into it, um, uh, into high school, I, I really built a, a really awesome friendship with a lot of guys, but it was uh, uh, specifically a, a great friendship with Derek Perner and, and Grayson Perner. We did a lot of uh, staying at each other's houses and, and, and working out. Yep. And, Elk Point yep. down there, yeah. Yep, so we, and to this day, we're extremely close. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I value those guys a lot. But like I said, I can't just put all all, all my value in them, but um, those are two guys that really I spent a lot of time with, along with all my teammates. I mean, we're all, um, all, all the Garrettson guys, too. We were all really close with those guys, and uh, it, was, it was really fun. Your senior year, you already have won three state titles. At the time, there were only six wrestlers in the history of Class B wrestling to win four titles. You racked up 130 wins in a row, and then comes a loss matchup versus Ryan Kocher of Wagner. He's a freshman. What happened yep. that with that match? Well, for, first and foremost, he, he he was really good and and turned phenomenal human being as well. And and I I have an outrageous amount of respect for him. For he, he actually bumped up and wrestled and. Uh, or no, actually, I think he might have lost. He he cut down a weight to make that match happen. And um, to be flat out honest, uh, Ryan was was an incredible wrestler. Um, I I kind of got caught off guard. I, I gave up three five point moves in the match, and 
Um, and it, it was a, people still talk about that match and, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't bother me because it, it made me better. And, and I lost to a, a really awesome human being and a great wrestler. And to this day, we're really good friends. And, uh, yeah, it, it's a match I'll never forget <laughs> right, wrong, or indifferent. And obviously um, I wish I would have came out on the, the right end of that. But, um, you know, I think sometimes, um, I don't know if this is the case or not, but, uh, you may get a little bit more, too comfortable at times, or or get a little um, lackadaisical. And and he showed me that hey, you can't you can't do that when you're wrestling, um, you know, uh, very very uh, impressive wrestlers. And and he came out on top that day. When did that happen during the season? Was it early, midway through, or later in the season? Uh, actually, it was at state duel, so it was probably uh, at that third weekend of January um, is when it happened. And um, uh, outside of our match, I mean, that was, that was a, just a really fun duel with Wagner. It came down to a lot of close matches and, um, yeah, it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. That was a point, a point when uh, we had the state duels for a while, it went away for a while, but yep. now, but now it's back and I'm hoping that it's going to continue to catch on. Yeah. I think, uh, duels don't get as much, uh, um, of a following as they should. And I think the state's doing a good thing, um, you know, getting that back in there and, you know, they're trying something different this year where they're having it a different weekend than the, than the overall, um, the individual state tournament. And I think we're going to see a lot of really cool matchups that, that a lot of fans will really love to see. And, um, wrestling is an individual sport, but, um, you know, I tell the guys all the time, I would, I would forfeit about anything to win something as a team together. And, um, that, that allows that to happen, um, outside of the individual state championship and, um, there's nothing more enjoyable than duels and going to battle with your guys and, and every match counts. And, um, I think it's, it's a really underrated, uh, aspect of wrestling, uh, in, in my opinion. So Dan, even before your senior year at the state wrestling tournament, you'd already had over 260 wins in your career. You were approaching some national records for career wins what was your attitude like going into that state tournament your senior year? Uh, you know, my attitude never changed. Uh, I, I, you know, be true to who you are and, and you're, you're no, you're no better than anybody else. And, and, and you can always lose. And I, and I, and that showed, you know, that senior year and, um, and it was, and, and, and that loss wasn't because I thought I was better. I just, you know, got, got maybe a little bit, uh, um, too comfortable in certain positions and so forth. But, um, I always knew people were coming for you, you know, and, and, you know, uh, every match you have to treat the same, uh, no matter who you're wrestling. And, and I can tell you, um, every match I ever wrestled, I had the same butterflies in my stomach as the <laughs> next one, uh, whether I was wrestling, a an underclassman that was just getting going or, 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 uh, or an animal. So, uh, my mentality was be yourself, um, you know, score points, um, you know, anybody can be beat and, and, you know, and, and that was proven. So, well, you're in the finals against Jonathan Wormers, uh, from Parkston and, uh, you win by a fall, your last high school match, you win by fall and set a high school national record for career wins with 268. Did that mean anything to you at the time? It did. I mean, it did. I, 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 you know, you, you don't get in the sport to, to set records. Uh, but, um, I think the thing that, that it meant most to me is, um, you know, all the, all, all the blood, sweat and tears and all the, the brothers that, that helped a guy achieve 
something like that um, meant everything to me. So um, it, it wasn't necessarily about about the record. It was about how how I got there mm-hmm. um, with with the with the the, the coaches and, and teammates and and friendships and, and parental support and friend support that I had to get to that that level. And um, you know, it was pretty surreal. It didn't really hit hit home right away but uh i can also tell you we were really fortunate to wrestle tons of matches um and you know not all schools have that ability to do that so um and also i was i was fortunate to stay healthy um and um that's a huge part of wrestling and i I just i got really lucky honestly um that i was able to stay healthy um you know uh for six years and, and get a lot of matches so by the way, Dan, since you set the mark in 2005 with 268 wins, 13 other wrestlers have passed you, unfortunately. Yep. Not Really not surprising on, on how big wrestling is now. The record, by the way, is 422 career wins. Athlete, wow, that's a lot of matches. Athlete from Alabama. And that, and that was over six years as well, which uh, is expected, sure. yeah. Uh, so yep. you you didn't have any significant injuries uh, in high school. You know, I fortunately I didn't. I I had little bumps and bruises like everybody uh, had. I think I maybe missed um, one tournament because I had influenza. So yeah, I mean that the sickness part of part of it um, I got lucky with too with with things that go around all the time. And um, I think I had a minor rib injury, but other than that, I didn't have anything real detrimental to be able to mm-hmm. wrestle. Um, I did, I did tear my labrum when I went to Disney duels, uh, the summer of in my shoulder, the summer, of my junior year, but, um, as luck would have it, it didn't, didn't bother me one iota in wrestling. It was more <laughs> throwing a baseball. So I just, I got real lucky in that sense. I forgot that uh, we had the Disney duels, uh, a few years back, uh, the best wrestlers out of South Dakota going down to Disney, to take on others uh, across the country. And what was that experience like? It was incredible. It, it was, it was an experience I'll never forget. I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to have two of my teammates uh, and my best friends um, on the team. Uh, coach bowl actually got to coach us too. And it was, uh, it, it was an incredible experience. We got to have camp in Garrison, um, and then, um, you know, we got to travel over to, um, Orlando with a bunch of really good dudes um, and, and do a sport that we loved and got to have a lot of fun while we were doing it. And we had some success as well. So it, I, I would recommend that um, to anybody. I mean, it was, you got to see some phenomenal wrestling. You got to be with um, other really awesome human beings from other towns and in, in your same state and be on a team with those folks. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that um, the rest of my life. That's for sure. You only wrestled one year at South Dakota State. That was back in 2007. Why was it only one year? Um, so I actually had a redshirt year um, in, in the 2005-2006 year. Um, and, and um, you know, I, I found out uh, how, how much better a guy could get, you know, when, you, when you're surrounded by other collegiate athletes. Not that I didn't in high school, but, you know, you get into that, the next level and, um, you know, you find out you aren't really the guy um, until, you know, you put all the work in and, and make adjustments and so forth. So I had a, I had a pretty solid redshirt year. I think I was, I don't know, 19 and six or 19 and five or something and, and, and pretty much came through unscathed that year. And then uh, my redshirt freshman year, um, I wrestled about half the season. Um, I, I 
and this is where my unfortunate injury happened, but we were out in the University of Wyoming and um, a guy did nothing but post it on my head and my whole body um, went numb and uh, spent the night in the hospital over there and um, was pretty pretty devastated. I had a lot of nerve uh, nerve damage and um, did some went to, to three different uh, spine specialists and, and just could never get cleared again due to uh, some bulge discs in my neck. Mm. Um, mm. Kind of going the wrong way and I, I was born with spinal stenosis, which means there's not a lot of space in there, um, which I, I had no clue about until that happened. But um, I did have stingers, you know, um, growing up a little bit, but nothing nothing real severe. And, and that day, for whatever reason, I, uh, uh, yeah, well, it was a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty rough experience, but, um, you know, uh, it could always be worse. And, uh, um, coach Lyles at SDSU allowed me to, uh, stay on as part of the team and, and, and learn how to coach and, and, and get to be a part of that. And I, I can't thank him enough for that. And I got to learn so much, um, from the coaching, side of things um, for the rest of my career and got to watch um, kind of the rest of my brothers um, uh, do some incredible things on the mat. So after college, you moved to Mitchell and you're working at uh, Dakota Wesleyan. What was going on at that time? So that was my first, uh, first job after, um, after grad school, I, I went through and got my master's. I, I thought I wanted to be a uh, um, athletic director and, and that was kind of the goal. And, um, the first job I, I, I interviewed for was at Dakota Wesleyan in the admissions department and uh, um, ended up taking that, moved to Mitchell, um, bought a house and uh, uh, got a lot of great experience getting to recruit um, student athletes, which is kind of what I wanted to do anyway. And um, had a great experience there. I think I was there for six or seven years mm-hmm. um, before I, before I moved on and did some insurance stuff. But yeah, I, my time there was awesome and got to meet a lot of really cool people and, and work in athletics and, and uh, in, in education. After all those years of being involved with wrestling, was it weird not really being involved at all with the sport you loved? You know, it was, um, I was fortunate enough uh, that I got asked to, to help coach youth in Parkston. So um, I, I was driving down to, to Parkston from Mitchell um, a couple days a week, I did that for quite a few years. Ironically, um, you know, um, my juniors uh, that I have now were kind of the first guys that I worked with, and they were uh, kindergarten, first grade at that time. And it's crazy to have them now in the, in the high school room and uh-huh. and watch them grow into men and, and good people. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really grateful that that I, I got the opportunity to to coach youth for that long. Um, prior to uh, prior to moving into the high school ranks. Yeah, so about 2017 is when you moved to Parkston. Uh, the reason for moving from Mitchell to Parkston was, um, you know, my job and and just I, I just had a lot of friendships um, in Parkston through through my wife and um, and that's where she grew up and uh, my college roommate Ryan Meyer um, was from Parkston and and just a, a really awesome individual. Um, so I, we, we just thought an, a smaller school system where, um, you know, we grew up in and, and to get into that and, and have the opportunity to have our kids uh, kind of experience what, what we, what we did, nothing against bigger schools, but, um, all I ever knew was, was kind of a smaller school. And, um, that, that's kind of the direction uh, I chose to, to go. So it's about three years ago, the Parkston wrestling job comes open. Was that a no brainer for you to get involved with? 
Uh, I, I, not necessarily. I, I just had, I had so much fun um, coaching youth. We just have such a great tradition in Parkston and that, that, that was established long before I was ever there. It's been there. It seems like since the beginning of time, but um, <laughs> you know, we all, we always, I mean, yeah, whenever you wrestled the Parkston guy back when I was in Garrettson youth and high school, you knew you were in, in for a battle and you knew their, their stands would be filled. Um, and that's just such a cool, um, situation to be a part of in both the youth and high school level. But yeah, it was, I, I did want to, I did want to get into high school, but man, did I, did I have so much fun coaching the youth uh, with, with such, such phenomenal youth coaches um, that I still look up to, to this day. And, and now I'm getting to coach a lot of their kids and um, it, it's kind of, kind of went full circle, but um, yeah, it wasn't an easy decision, but um, at the end of the day, I feel like it was the right one. And, if I'm being honest, I still have the opportunity to coach youth now um, with my sons being in there and, and, and friends, kids and stuff. So I haven't completely, they haven't completely cut the cord from me yet, but uh, um, I still, I still get the opportunity to, to coach both to some capacity. Uh, and I'm really appreciative for those, uh, those individuals that allow me to do that. You've been quoted as saying that you preach basic fundamentals what are some of those skills which are so important for wrestling? Yeah, I think, you know, people forget about the basics at times and it, and it can, and it can become, um, you know, repetitive and monotonous at times when, when, you know, you're focusing on stance and motion and you're, you're focusing on level changes and different tie-ups and things like that. And, you know, I, I call me old fashioned, but, and, and, and I, I love watching wow moves as much as the next guy, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I just think stance and motion and, and hand fighting and, and just a good old fashioned single uh, to a finish is, is going to win you most matches much like a, a just a, a simple stand up, you know? So, um, you know, we, I, I, we preach to our guys, you know, be yourself and, 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 and wrestle in a way that, that you, you enjoy wrestling and, and how you feel you can be most successful. But, um, but yeah, basics are still at the forefront of all that. Um, uh, but they can all put their own, you know, their spin on it and, 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 you know, wrestling, uh, you know, this too, Craig, but it's, it's, it's really evolved, um, in terms of, uh, scrambling and leg passing and tilting and things like that, which, which are, are really, really enjoyable to watch too. So yeah, we hit on a lot of that stuff too, but, um, it all comes down to basics at the end of the day. Um, you want to have a good, um, toolbox full of, of basic moves um, before you move on to some, some other more um, risky moves, if you will. Uh-huh. I see you've got a, a triangular in uh, Garrettson this year. Have you mm-hmm. been, uh, have you been back at your alma mater with Parkston over the last couple of years? We actually were, we were there last, uh, we were there last year. And, and okay. uh, funny enough, we get to go back there again uh, this year uh, for the same triangular. Um, and, and we're excited about it. I always love seeing, um, you know, all the, the people I grew up with and, uh, you know, my parents uh, be in there and, and brothers now. And um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, we probably haven't got back enough. Uh, we did go to the, we get, we did go to the Garrettson tournament one year uh, over there, which was, which was a lot of fun. And, and they ran a good tournament there too. So yeah, we're excited. I'm, ex- I'm always excited to get back to Garrison. I haven't been in the Blue Gr- Blue Dragon Gym in a while. Have they retired your singlet over there at uh, Garrison? Oh, I think so. I don't. I don't. I, I yeah. I, I don't think that that thing's hanging around too much uh, a- anymore. But uh, 
but yeah, it's, uh, it, it was a great program and, and I was really fortunate with, I mean, I talk about parks and support and, uh, Gerritsen was the same and, uh, you know, everybody was in it for the, the right reasons, uh, from a team aspect and supporting one another. And, um, that's not anything I'll ever forget either. Class B wrestling is, is so tough in South Dakota, of course, with Canton and winner, uh, Kimball, White Lake, Platt Geddes. I mean, Parkston won three team titles 2013 through 15. What is the way to compete and win team titles in Class B? You know, you just have to have, to have a really good core group of guys, which, which we do, um, but, but it's, it's strength in numbers anymore. I mean, if you, if you can fill a, fill a full lineup um, of guys that uh, – you know, buy into what, what you're trying to preach and, and, and um, you know, exercise that effort and attitude that, that we talk about a lot that, that, that they, that they are bought into um, good things happen, you know, and, and you hit it on the head. There's a lot of really, really solid teams out there, which, which makes it a lot of fun. And uh, um, you know, uh, Canton's had one heck of a run and uh, you know, Kimball, I, I, I shouldn't even start mentioning teams because I'll forget somebody, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but there, yeah, there's just so many good wrestlers out there and good teams and good coaches and, um, a lot of good people in the sport of wrestling first and foremost. And, um, it's fun to be able to, to compete against those guys and, and, and have friends, friendships with them outside of that as well. So, you know, Dan, more and more girls now going out for wrestling It has expanded so much in South Dakota. How is the involvement with girls wrestling in Parkston right now? You know, there, there hasn't been much and we're, we're very welcome and, and open to that. Um, you know, I thought we'd have a few this year and we, we just didn't and, uh, and that's okay. Uh, uh, but, but it's also, um, you know, we're, we're, we're wide open and excited for that when that time comes. Um, and, and I, I couldn't tell you why it, why it hasn't come yet, but I, I think it's, it will. And, and when it does, we'll be, we'll be excited and we'll, um, you know, move forward just like, uh, you know, the other programs that have that opportunity. I got two more questions for Dan Bonte. Um, First of all, Dan, I've seen so many former wrestlers who become officials. Did you ever think about becoming an official in the sport? You know, I, I, I did. I've, I had, uh, and I, and I, I have a lot of friends that are, that are now officials or, or, or past officials. And, um, you know, that's a hard job. That's, uh, that's in some time, in some cases, a thankless job, you know, you got, coaches that want what's best for their kids you want fans that want what's best for their kids and and here you are out there um you know by yourself trying to to try to do it the best way you can possible and and we got some really good young refs and a good mix of of older refs and um i i kind of um just stuck with the coaching side of things just because i i was i was having so much fun with the youth and and things of that nature and you know started having kids and so forth and um so yeah, I thought about it, um, but you know we have such a good crop of, of refs in there now, and, and obviously <laughs> you didn't want to mess always it up. Use more and, <laughs> what's that? You didn't want to mess it up, right? Get in the. I way. didn't want to mess it up. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Excuse me, but yeah, so I did think about it, but um, I think my my true passion was coaching, and I, I kind of stuck uh, on that avenue. Last one for you, Dan. How do you sell the sport of wrestling to younger kids? Um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a unique sport in that, you know, you're, you're not that, that kids are make a habit of making excuses, but when you're out there on your own and, and you don't win, there's, there's, you can't really point a finger at anybody else. And I just, I feel like the grind of wrestling 
in that individual aspect and, and, and having, having to kind of live it and uh, be dedicated to it so much to be successful or, or to have fun more, more so. Um, I think it just, it, it just teaches you so much from a, from a dedication standpoint and a work ethic standpoint. And, um, you know, uh, it, it just, it teaches you so many life lessons along the way. Not that, that other sports don't. Um, it's just, it's just unique um, in the, in the, the capacity that, that it, that it demands of you, the demands that wrestling have, um, um, you, you need to be, um, on your game every day, you know, and then, and, and you gotta take care of yourself outside of the wrestling room and, and that kind of thing. And, um, uh, but I also think there's a value in, in, in doing multiple sports. I've always been an advocate of that. And I think other sports help you, um, you know, whether wrestling helps you be a, become a, a great tackler in football, my brothers would both say, or, you know, how to use your hands or that sort of thing, or, you know, um, you know, basketball or baseball or whatever track uh, allows you to build that endurance or speed that you can use in other sports. And um, so I think it's to each their own, um, you know, uh, but I think wrestling just, it, it taught me so much about just life lessons of, of things that I use in my day-to-day life that that uh, that I won't forget. In Play with Craig Maddock is made possible by Horton in Britain, where smiling at work happens all the time. Apply now at hortonww.com. If you like what you're hearing, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It helps us gain new listeners. This has been In Play with me, Craig Maddock. This is a production of South Dakota Public Broadcasting.